What is going on, everybody? Jordy Cannell here. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the Fun V Tailgate podcast presented by Thunderblogsports.com. It is myself and Greg Piatelli talking some football. We talk about the Eagles and their dominating win over the Giants last week. We look ahead to their showdown with the Bears. Greg basically interviews me as an outsider. It was a lot of fun to do it this way. I know normally it's me and Matty D talking about it, but it was so much fun having Greg on to uh, try to roast the Eagles. And I'm not going to spoil anything. That was a lot of fun. We dive into week 15. We recorded this before Thursday night football, the 49ers beating the Seahawks. So we have some interesting takes there. Again, I won't spoil those, but that was a lot of fun. We look to the full weekend slate because we get Saturday football as well as a Sunday slate. Let us know what you think about this episode. It was a lot of fun to record, like I said before. As always, make sure that you follow the podcast, The Bullpen Cart, wherever you get your pods. Thunder BLG on Twitter, Thunderblog Sports on Instagram. But enjoy the episode. Enjoy the weekend of football. And here we go. Welcome to this week's episode of the Fun V Tailgate Podcast, presented by Thunderblogsports.com, a part of the Bullpen Cart Podcast feed. I, of course, am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell, joining me in his triumphant return, Mr. Greg Pietelli. Greg, how are you? Jordy, I'm doing great. And I say great because I got to see you, and we got to spend some quality time together this weekend, so we did. I want to say thank you to you for taking a vacation day so you didn't get in trouble at work. I came and visited you in Philadelphia while I was there for work, and we spent the majority of time together. We got to watch some footy together. Um, we did. As well as do some patriotic stuff. That was pretty incredible. That was pretty We cool. went to a famous wing spot. That was amazing. Um, the and world famous Cavanaugh's Rittenhouse. And you told me that Philadelphia is not safe to walk outside at night. So other than that, it was a great trip i got to see you and uh hang out together spend some time together you reminded me it was a year since we last saw each other yeah i forget what brought us together i forget what brought us together a year ago but something something uh, important yes something i don't was it important would we kind of we call that important kind of (laughs) kind of you know uh kind of important no but uh yeah no it was awesome and i'm doing great Uh, how are you doing i am doing fantastic we had a pretty wild weekend in the NFL. We got the Vikings losing. We had the Eagles killing the Giants, which I came to the realization with all the baseball hot stove stuff. I really hate the Cowboys, who almost lost to the Texans, which was wild to see. And you know what? I hate the Cowboys the most, but beating the Giants feels pretty good. It's been a little while. People are getting a little cocky. Daniel Jones, two straight starts beating the Eagles. Gone. Defense looked great. Special teams continues to improve. Jalen Hurts looks awesome. His receivers look great. And your Patriots won. And, you know, it's it was a great weekend for us all, Greg. Yeah, the only, the only thing I disagree with you about is, uh, you know, that tweet that you put out about the Cowboys. Everyone is, is you're not going to make it 16, now 17 games in NFL season without, uh, you know, a stinker or two. And, and good teams find a way to win regardless, uh, i.e., you know, look at the Jets Patriots. Yeah. Three three game. You know, good teams find a way to win. Not the Patriots are a terrible team, but team good teams, teams make the playoffs find a way to win regardless. So the Cowboys yeah, I didn't right. agree I didn't, I didn't agree with your I didn't agree with your tweet. They're stupid you, fans. You, uh, Every week is like okay. the Eagles rode All the twelve right. and one. Oh, this, that, the other thing. They come up with these excuses, including up until they lost to the Eagles, they're like, Oh yeah. Cooper Rush, greatest quarterback ever. We might not even need Dak when he comes back. Then the Eagles make him look like a fucking fraud. And they're like, oh, you beat Cooper Rush. What is it, Jerry? What is it, Jerry and your cronies of idiots? What is it? Bunch of idiots. That's what they are. What? what when's the rematch? It's next week. But I this is both, Bears week. I, this is Bears week. I, um, let's not, let's not even though the Cowboys are already thinking ahead. They're already thinking ahead, only, Greg. They're talking you know, shit about Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles have the eye on the ball. It's Bears week. Nominally good. You and uh, you and Matt normally talk about recapping last week's Eagles Giants game. I was personally ecstatic to see the Giants lose. 
you know what else I was excited to see? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. Rising from the ashes of being a punctured lung. I hope he I hope he won that lawsuit against his former team. Uh, he he of course came in for uh, Daniel Jones after the Giants were down huge. Um, got himself a little touchdown. Pretty good, pretty good drive there. Uh, Jordy, coming to the year, did you think that Miles Sanders was going to be this good of a running back, or did you think it was going to be running back by committee again with uh, Boston Scott and, and the whole nine? Well, I thought Boston Scott, who did end up getting a touchdown, continuing his giant killer nature, um, you thought it was going to be a more upward year for for Miles Sanders last year. He had the uh, the I'm trying to think if it was if it was zero or if it was like one or two, but he had the he had the touchdown drought last year. He did all these yards, but he wouldn't find his way to the end zone because they'd use Dallas Goddard in some sort of slant pass or you know whatever it happened to be of how they would score touchdowns. Um, Kenneth Gainwell would come in in your point of the running back by committee. So you figured there was an upward swing coming. So the fact that he's staying in, in those short yardage goal line type of situations and getting them. And as I've watched, watched the game with our, our good friend, Sean, another friend of the podcast, um, he's running up the gut more, which he, he has more trust in the offensive line, which is great because they look better and better. Hopefully Lane Johnson leaving before the rest of the offensive line did isn't indicative of a further ab injury. That's what they called it. And not the Christian Pulisic ab injury where he got hit in the nuts, like an actual something he was holding his stomach. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's to answer your question about Miles Sanders. It's good to see him stepping back up as the feature back that everybody thought he could be when he, you know, got drafted by, from Penn state. He was, you know, Saquon's backup and people were like, Oh, he could be Saquon jr. And you know, look where the two teams are. I love it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, Apologize to everyone now. Uh, we're going to talk Eagles for a little bit here, and then we'll get into the rest of the NFL. So I, I want to get it out of the way early. Um, my next question, Jordy, and and take this for what you will. Mm. Uh, first of all, great holiday holiday uh, album there. But uh, Jason Kelsey admitted, what was that? Uh, there's a, a clip going around him and uh, Hertz were, were talking to each other. I think that on one of the, the Kelsey podcasts maybe that notoriously uh, he snaps a terrible ball and is one of the worst, uh, you know, snappers of the ball. He admits it. He's one of the worst snappers of the ball. Okay. Uh, he says he just wants to get it back there as fast as possible and because he wants his hand back. And that was sort of the, the funny clip between the two of them. And Jalen Hurts was like, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty brutal, but we're good, man. I'll fi- <laughs> I figured it out because – uh, do you think that uh, Jalen Hurts last year was so focused on catching the snap, he was so he wasn't as good as he is this year, and now that he's figured out, okay, this guy is a psychopath with the snaps. Let's go ahead and uh, that's why his success. That's why he's had so much success recently. Well, I think you used an interesting word there of psychopath, and I don't know why I pronounced <laughs> it that way. But you see, <clears throat> as I sound like I'm 16 and we're meeting for the first time in high school again, um, but you saw the wide receivers after one of the touchdowns all going nuts and Jalen hurts in this sleety weather that we got. I don't know if it delayed your flight leaving Philadelphia, but this really terrible weather is cold, wet, all this crap. You see him just staring through it with the look of a psychopath and he's ready to go. And I think he's got his mind, right? He's got his buddy, AJ Brown on the team now. It opens Devontae Smith up a bunch more. Dallas Goddard's coming back this week, so that opens it up even more. And he's just ready to continue that chip-on-his-shoulder mentality that he's had throughout his career, right? Everything from Alabama, everything that you've heard a billion times. But he has that focus. I love it. Um, didn't answer my question about about uh, Jason Kelsey. I missed but... that quote, so I didn't want to you know talk out of my ass. I'm not... You know, the talking heads okay. that, that are on ESPN or, okay. or FS1 or whatever. We They come to us because we don't talk out of our asses here, Greg. I do sometimes. I say some really uh, random yeah. things and can't pronounce names. But I don't make oh. up things. Well, I mean, awesome. Well, you could – I could be making up. You know what I did love? You mentioned Saquon, you know, and I mentioned Tyrod. But Tyrod had two rushes, and he had more yards than Saquon had the entire game. Talk to me a little bit about why the Eagles' defense is so good this year compared to last year. I mean, part of that is, is frankly, the Jordan Davis stuff. It, it can't really be underplayed that the week he comes back is when they shut down Derrick Henry and then they do it again with Saquon. And the fact that 
everything with with Linval, adding Linval Joseph, adding to Dominican Sue, and like, yeah, they're older, they were free agents, and you know, there's a reason for that at the beginning of the year, blah blah blah. But like, adding that depth is so huge. It's something that they did during the Super Bowl run on their defensive line of like being able to bring guys in, and as guys like Fletcher Cox are getting older, um, you know, it just helps that out. And I think also you see throughout games, right? Hassan Reddick has been such a great addition. And he's better when he's a pass rusher. He's a lot, a lot better as a pass rusher than he is in coverage. So you see that kind of stuff, and the team has been able to, you know, figure it out and go from there with it. And I think in that regard, and their secondary's gotten a lot better too. It, it's certainly better than the the Super Bowl run team was. That secondary was terrible, as you like to point out a ton. Tom Brady's yards in Super Bowl Fifty Two, but um, yeah, I think it really. I think Jordan Davis coming back into the lineup. Being just such a, for lack of better phrasing, a unit and a, you know, a literal plug has helped them out a ton. Because at times they would get gashed up the middle. And it happened to that Colts game, another a game where if you, you could have easily turned this around when I was talking about the Texans. So missed opportunity by you. But a game that a good team figured out how to win and a good quarterback took it over at the end. But they, you know, they got gashed. Jonathan Taylor ran all over them. And they went back to the drawing board, figured it out. They got a guy back who... If he's healthy throughout the year, I would make a strong ca- case for Defensive Player of the Year. But there is a Jet who has been very good throughout this year and probably will win it. But, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Now, rumors of Cam Jordan being signed. Is, is, are you uh, for that against that? What do you think? Yeah, that'd be fine. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with depth. The NFL salary cap doesn't exist. So you can figure out ways to you know make that work. But, you know, I'm not going to be upset with depth. Great. I love this. Let's keep it going here. Um, next question. Um, Real press conference vibes Gardner, here. Yeah, do you think Gardner Minshew um, really has brought a nice uh, balance to the locker room? You know, do you think he's the glue that that makes everything that keeps everything together, or do you think it's someone else who's uh, other people who are, are causing this this Pretty great run, uh, virtually out of nowhere. I feel like no one had the Eagles to, to do well this year, uh, or at least to go far, far, I should say. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> That's an interesting question. I <laughs> I don't know who the glue guy is, who's the keystone, if you will, to use some Pennsylvania <laughs> terminology, um, or really just our state's nickname. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know who that would be. I don't know why you're picking Minshew and his, his summer van out of nowhere, but it seems like the whole team really loves each other, and it's, it's really great. You know, you see – Whoever it is, it's usually Jalen Hurts, sign of the leader of being in the middle of the locker room, pumping dudes up. Sirianni loves to do that too. And like really put the focus back onto his players whenever it is, you know, whenever something big happens or, you know, like the the Cardinals game when Jason Kelsey was hurt and then came back in and like really toughed it out. He, you know, Sirianni like put the focus on that in the locker room after the game. So like, I think these guys want to fight for each other. They're really, you know, pushing for, you know, being a cohesive unit and, you know, fighting for their brothers, if you will. Awesome. I love it. Now, final question here. With a playoff spot already secured, the only team in the NFL who has uh, already clinched a playoff spot, mm, best way to put this, when was the last time the team with the best record in regular season won the Super Bowl that year? Uh, and then second question, do you hope the Eagles end up with the second or third best record in the NFL so that they don't uh, hold that curse or, or burden going into the playoffs. I like that you're trying to bring uh, I'll some ask sort you of Jordy first. I uh, again, I love the the press conference type of. <laughs> I'll take this I'll take this answer offline, uh, drive time radio type of thing. Um, I don't know the answer. Can you tell me who it is? No, I I you're the you're the. Okay. I'll look it up. Well, you're the I, encyclopedia guy. I know last year was was four four in terms of seeds. It was, I think, the first time in a while that uh, both teams didn't have a bye. That was a thing in the NFL for a while that you needed to be basically needed to be the one or two seed to make the Super Bowl. There was like, I think there was a couple where it was a team that didn't that had a bye and a team that didn't have a bye. Obviously, now only two teams get a bye, the top seeds in each, each conference. So it's more likely that both teams won't, or we'll see at least more Super Bowls that have that. Um, Two thousand twenty. Is not because that was Bucks and Packers, who both are Chiefs and Packers. Excuse me. So the Chiefs, the Chiefs could have been two years ago at fourteen and two. Um, Twenty nineteen, I don't feel like the Chiefs had it because 
that wouldn't make sense. Did the Patriots have a better record than the Eagles in 2017? Listen, you're getting you're getting off the you're getting off the point here. No, I'm trying to answer your question. They had the same record. You, the Patriots and Eagles tied for the the same record in 2017. So that's at least then. I'm going to check 2018 when the Patriots did win. Were the Patriots the one seed when they beat the Rams? Because that might no, be the I answer. Think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs have been the one seed forever. The Patriots. Let's see. Patriots in 2019, if this loads. So, yeah, we at least have 2017, which was the Eagles tied with the Patriots. So, it would have been either of them, but the Eagles won. Um, The Patriots were the two seeds, so not them. The Chiefs were the one seed. You're right. So, was it the Chiefs in 2019 when they won? Let's check. Because they could, could have been. And... I'm trying to remember who they played in the AFC Championship game. No, it was the Ravens. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the Ra- the Ravens fraud year. Yeah, so the la- the correct answer is the Eagles. So no, I'm not worried about it because the last time the Eagles had the best record in the NFL going to the playoffs, they won the Super Bowl. So that's fun. Yeah, I wonder if that's actually true. Um, I just went the, through it. You know, you're the. I just went through the, the last guy. five seasons. The Patriots and Eagles both were thirteen and three. And there were a couple other thirteen and three teams as well, but the, the Eagles are the last team to do it. Incredible. Uh, so you're saying no? No, I'm not worried. Continued to. What is funny though off. is that that season was five years ago, right? And like the feeling of a Philadelphia team clinching the playoffs, like being not not only being the first team to clinch the, a playoff spot, but with four weeks to go, having clinched like. Four games, four weeks, however you want to, however you want to spin it, like clinching a playoff spot this early, just is it feels like such a foreign concept to me because obviously the Phillies did it in their last series against the Astros, and then you know all that shit happened. Um, the Sixers, the Sixers, I guess normally doing like with a couple weeks to go, but you know they haven't made it out of the second round in in literally twenty one years. There, there are kids that can drink, Greg, that have that can that were born after the last time the Sixers got out of the second round. The Flyers stink. No, no, Jordy, Jordy, trust the process. Don't worry, though. You get, you're good. The process, ended, in two, the process right? ended five years ago. The process ended in 2017. So I'm, that's... I'm just telling you what the, what the, what the, what the word is. That's what I'm, everyone in Philly says. I'm te- trust the process. I'm telling you that. The process currently is Joel and B. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Flyers stink. They can't even tank right. Yeah, so it's a foreign concept of clinching a playoff spot this early. And I feel like... The wild the thing is, they could be actually the NFC South. Hopefully, would be the this division, but they could also be the last division clincher, which is the wild thing to think about. Uh, the West is pretty close. The which West? AFC West. NFC West. No, the 49ers, If they win tonight, so we're recording this Thursday afternoon. The 49ers win tonight. They win the NFC West because they're playing they the Seahawks. Are you nervous about them? Although they lost Jimmy G. Well, we'll get into it. Um, anything else you want to say about the Eagles before we uh, move on here to the, Bears rest of the NFL? It's Bears Week. Bears Week. Are you nervous? Um, I mean, I love Justin Fields. Justin Fields the Bears is fun. Are brutal. It's going to be a fun game to watch because the Bears' defense isn't very good, so this could be a really high-scoring game depending on what the Eagles do with him. Because Daniel Jones is probably the closest to it, maybe Taylor Heineke in the game they lost, but. You know, the the thing, and you talk about this a lot with the Patriots, the thing that teams, or when the Patriots have lost, is figuring out what beats them. And to beat the Eagles, you need to have a solid possession of the ball. The Commanders had the ball for 40 minutes of that 60-minute football game. So if Justin Fields holds on to it, he's not really throwing it a lot. He doesn't normally throw it a ton, although he has in in moments. Um, You know, that could be a problem for them, but also their defense isn't very good. So this could be a really high-scoring game. It, I hope it's fun. I hope there's some smack talk going between me and my family members that are all Bears fans. But uh, it could also be, you know, something else. It's weird because the games that I get really nervous for, usually division games um, or the Steelers game, I was, for whatever reason, that just seemed like a trap game. But, um, you know, the, the Eagles have gotten out of it pretty unscathed aside from the commanders game i was nervous for that one and they lost it so you know however many in one in those and then the ones that i'm like oh yeah this should be fun 
end up being like the the more exciting games. So I'm trying to temper my expectations here because the last time I did that was the Colts game that required Jalen Hurts taking over the game like Jack back the jacked Batman. Oh no, that's AJ Brown. Um, whatever Batman Jalen Hurts is. None Batman. Um, the next question, Jordy. Okay. Last week, <clears throat> biggest surprise. Uh, in the NFL or from the Eagles? In the NFL. Um, Brock Purdy, probably. You're buying into it, huh? I don't know if I'm buying into it, but it also... You have a team that has Christian McCaffrey doing everything he does. I know Debo's banged up this week. Give, give, some, give some context. You, you and Matt do this all the time. You don't give context to people. Matt Purdy, the fourth string, third string quarterback now for the San Francisco 49ers, yeah, came string. in first ever rookie to beat Tom Brady in his debut or something. In his first start against out of this Brady, world. Yeah. Right, something out, of, some out of this world stat that Brady and Belichick never lost to people making their first start against them, but Brady now has lost. In um, <clears throat> San Francisco scored thirty-five points, and the Buccaneers scored seven, which isn't surprising because San Francisco has an unbelievable defense, if not the best. Um, yeah. So, not surprised that they held Tampa Bay. But sorry, I, I threw you off your point. Continue, Brock Purdy. No, I was just saying how well he played. I mean, he made some really good throws, to your point, to continue on your analysis of the game. He made some really good throws, and he, he dropped in some dimes. I mean, I think one of them got called back, but still, he like he's making good throws. This is the guy who's the last pick in the draft. And the funniest in the fallout of it all, Craig, is they were comparing like the draft positions and being like, we're not trying to say he's going to be Tom Brady, but watch out if he beats him. And then, you know, they hold Tom Brady to seven points, and a lot of that is on the defense. And they're, I've said this a bunch, the 49ers are definitely, you know, a team to be afraid of. I think more so, certainly more so than the Vikings, certainly more so than the Bucks. Although I need the Bucks to go under 500, Greg, and then beat the Cowboys again. That would be fan-fucking-tastic. I would be so happy. I mean, getting Christian McCaffrey just seems... It's otherworldly. How well he's adjusted into that offense from Kyle Shanahan... See, you know, it's just crazy what they're able to do with him. And it just adds another dynamic degree to an offense that literally went to overtime in the NFC championship game last year, where they didn't think Jimmy G was the guy. So they started Trey Lance and then Trey Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G did the needful, you know, BS. Jimmy G is a stud. Anyway, beside the point, Christian McCaffrey, like, I feel like they gave up nothing for him. Yeah. Um, it was I mean, a bunch. They're, wasn't they're, a bunch of like fourth round picks or something like that? that? Yeah, that's my point. Like, not even a first rounder. Like, the window's closing for for them. Maybe I mean they their defense looks like it's not going anywhere. They just signed Debo to a long term thing. They got a young quarterback. I mean, this team is not going anywhere. And I don't know how many more years Chris McCaffrey has on the field, but I mean, this is just George Kittle might retire, but this team is set up here. Oh, yeah, they are set up, but I mean. To your Kittle point, his off the, the fantasy offensive numbers, let's put it that way, aren't anything to jump you know jump off the paper at you. But he's such a good blocking tight about, end. Yeah, you're talking about one position. I mean, but, come on. no, but what I'm saying is, you you were talking about like, oh, he might retire, he might be at the end of, you know the end of the line. But he's such a good blocking tight end that he sets he sets the team up that way. And when they have Christian McCaffrey, when Debo's fully healthy, they're able to just use those two guys and how dynamic they are. And they only had one of them last year and they went to overtime in the NFC championship game. So they are a very scary team is I think what you're getting at and what you want me to say. And I am saying it. I agree with you. Awesome. Uh, what's next? What are we going here? So let's jump into the rest of the slate week 15. We mentioned it, San Francisco, Seattle tonight, San Francisco clinches the NFC West with a win other clinching scenarios in the NFC, the Vikings, similar to last week, if they win or Detroit loses, they clinch the NFC North. The Cowboys clinch a playoff berth with a win, a Seattle loss. So if the 49ers do win tonight, coupled with losses, a loss by either the Commanders or the Lions who are playing the Jets, AFC Buffalo clinches a playoff berth with a win. Kansas City can clinch the AFC West 
with a win or a Chargers loss. And then, Greg, some elimination scenarios, which there's seven of them, but I'm going to give you one. The Pittsburgh Steelers get eliminated from playoff contention by a win from your New England Patriots. How about that, Greg? I'm glad we can do our part. Uh, I shouldn't say we, but I'm glad the Patriots can do their part. Uh, I will say that the Patriots have not beaten a team with a winning record um, this season. Uh, good news for them is that they're playing the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Who? Oh yeah, the Jets are... already. No, the Jets are still have a winning record. Sorry, the only team with a winning record they've beaten. I should say. Sorry, that was my mistake. The only team the Red Sox, the Red Sox, the only team that the Patriots have beaten with a winning record is the Jets. They beat them twice. Other than that, they have not beat a team with a winning record all season. Um, That's and the fine. Jets and the Jets are seven and six, so let's not get carried away. That um, could go but, away. The Jets could fall to seven and seven against the right. against the Detroit Lions. So my point is, uh, you know, unfortunately for Steeler fans, the Patriots are playing a team with a losing record this week. So by osmosis or the maths, as Jordy likes to call it, um, the odds are good for them. But with this Patriots team and they it's have a pick them in Las Vegas, though. Uh, yeah, with this Patriots team and they have a fucking defensive coordinator calling offensive plays who's the worst fucking person, worst play caller. And, and a guy who couldn't last more than two minutes of the Giants, I mean... You mean the Lions? That's where he went. Oh, no, you're talking about the other guy. Um, yeah, I'm talking about Joe Judge. Talk about talk about ruining ruining someone's peak. or You know, talk about Mac Jones, like, unbelievable, you know, rookie season, all this hype, build up, blah, 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 beats out Cam Newton, uh, you know, makes the playoffs. Da, da, da. They do all this off-season building. They come into the season, and this offensive coordinator's combo, because it's both of them, just absolutely ruin him, ruin, ruin, ruin any momentum they have. Then, then they put he gets hurt. They put in this rookie. They start calling all these plays for Zappy, who that you know are safe, conservative, and he looks good because they're playing conservative and they're winning. So it's easy to look good when they're playing from ahead. Da, 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 da. And then Matt comes back in, and what do they do, Jordy? They go right back to here. We're gonna run the ball from shotgun. We're gonna, you know, we have we have one of the best run games in the in the NFL last year, but we're gonna run the ball out of shotgun because that makes sense. Makes zero uh, sense. Um, it's and, one of the most annoying things about football today. The spread offense yeah. is great, but why are we running running plays out of the shotgun? This it, zone run, it works at time, but you need the right running back. What's well, the dumbest thing? It's like. He, he thinks that he's so clever and smart. He thinks he's outsmarting people. He's like, oh, I want to put every time Max under center, I'm going to, I'm going to do play action and throw the ball. Oh, guess what? Every time Max and shotgun, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to run the ball or do a delay handoff. And it's like, you, are you like, you're just an idiot, just yeah. an idiot. It's the, it's What's what Chip it? Kelly did in his second year with the Eagles when he was doing it with fucking uh, DeMarco Murray. And DeMarco Murray is not a delayed handoff guy. He's North South. It's the same thing here with Ron Stevenson and that whole crew. Is you need to go some north south. It looks better. It's better. Fo- it's just a better way to run the ball and establish the run. Then you can start calling those fucking zone plays. You don't need to always run out of the shotgun or do the play action shit. Yeah, and Belichick, Mister, I'm so smart. I draft a, a guy in the third round in the first round. You know, has this offensive line that's supposed to be good, and here we are. Let's throw it out of shotgun and let's. Fuck over our, our potential future franchise quarterback. Anyway, um, so yeah, odds look good this week uh, in Vegas against the old coach. Last time uh, McDaniels played against Belichick, he absolutely curb-stomped uh, Belichick when he was with uh, Denver, uh, if you remember that game. They yeah, absolutely the playoff, destroyed the them. Tebow playoff game? That wasn't against the Patriots, but... Um, no, the, the Patriots killed them right after they beat the Steelers, right? No, I know. Sorry, the last time in the regular season, oh, I think okay. Jake. I think it was Jake Cutler. No, didn't didn't wasn't his first move when he got to Denver to trade Jake Cutler? Maybe. Well, they they. I remember they beat up on them because they wore those they wore those weird like Denver throwback jerseys they had at one point. Mm. Anyway, uh, I'm not the I'm not the memory guy. You are, so I'll trust you. One, two. Uh, you pick first. Oh, we're doing picks. Okay. 
Oh, sorry. You, you, your show. You control it. What are we doing? We haven't done picks in a while. T- we haven't, I know you're strapped. You're strapped on time. What are we doing here? We'll just we'll just talk about the games because uh, we'll we'll probably. I mean, there's some pretty shitty games out there that we uh, we can just quickly run through instead of uh, doing picks. But yeah, we already talked about Eagles right, Bears. So, so 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 let's talk tonight. The 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 San Francisco make it uh, six seven in a row. What is it? Seven. Maybe seven row? in a row. I think they do. They, I know it's a divisional game. On the road, divisional game on the road. This with Mr. Primetime Gino himself, huh? It's. I hope it's an entertaining game. I mean, a total set at forty-three for Thursday night football. Some injuries on both sides. Um, you know, I see why, but I hope it's an entertaining game. We'll see, though. We'll see what happens. Can, can we have a quick conversation? Can Thursday night just go? Yeah, like, I, I don't know why we why we continue to try this thing. It's just not a great experiment. Let's, it, just, let's just have it go. Like, yeah. okay, sure. You don't want to compete with Friday night football for high school. They're going to bring okay. it. They're, they're going to do it, though. They've already said they're doing Black Friday, and they're like, oh, we can do Friday night NFL. This will be great. How, how about this? How about this? Take the Thursday night game and put it on Saturday night. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was about to ESPN, say that. We get a Saturday slate, and it's going to be great. Yeah, not slate, but over this time. But yeah, let's. But I'm saying take the Thursday night games and move them to Saturday. That way you can't get people complaining about short rest and injuries and a shitty game because every time it is a shitty game, the only sh- the only short week will be Thursday for, for Thanksgiving, right? Here's what I'm saying. You make it Saturday night. The College football has gone away from putting the primetime games at night on Saturday. You know, ESPN picks some bullshit Clemson versus Louisville, who both teams suck. Uh you know, because they have a deal with ACC and they have to play X amount of ACC games, right? You're not getting. And they always the play Syracuse Al- on Friday. I know not, that. Not, well, speaking of Syracuse, men's soccer team, NCAA champions. There you go. Thank you very much. Um, Another one for the case in, for Greg. They won on the penalty a penalty shootout versus Indiana, who Indiana apparently is a men's soccer powerhouse. Oh. Uh, who would have thought? Oh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, you're not competing against college. You may again because you're not putting Georgia Alabama on on a you know CBS has taken that for their whatever 4 p.m. game whatever aren't they losing the SEC game. whatever it doesn't matter we're we're that's a different conversation yeah my point is that you're not you're not getting those games for whatever so um, let's go ahead and make it Saturday night forget these Thursday night games and and like you said now we're getting Saturday football because uh, college football is over Jordy so any Saturday game interests you are you are you tuning in. For the one four thirty or eight fifteen Saturday games, I'll tune in for the eight fifteen Bills Dolphins. That that seems really fun. I would like to watch them, you know, just because it's more football and it's more fun. I might have things to do around the house for Christmas and the baby and all that stuff. But you know, I'll have it on. But yeah, Saturday night is the piece de resistance. I mean, they should also going back to your point of of fixing Thursday night football and all this stuff. Make uh, uh, I. I'm walking this back already. I was about to say do flex scheduling, but that would suck for good teams. It would suck for good teams. Uh, is this is this is this um the guy who rapes women's first game back? No, he's been back twice. He's been yeah, and he has not looked good. Uh, well, that doesn't surprise me. He should just quit. Um, Buffalo, Miami. I have I give Miami zero chance here, Jordy. On the road in Buffalo. Granted. Jake Allen's been hurt a little bit. Josh Allen. And Tua, Jake Allen is a goalie. Josh Allen. Yeah, well, shows how much I like the Bills. No. And then Tua, granted, shouldn't be playing football anymore after, you know, having a seizure on the field. But that's his own personal decision, and I have to respect that. So, Godspeed to you, my friend. Jesus. Do you, do you think it's going to be a close game there? I like Tua. Listen. You can cut that if you want, but I like Tua. No, no, it's just how you phrased it. I won't cut it. But um, what? Yeah. He, I mean, he, we saw him. I know his, what we saw. His, we don't need to go back over the hands, Tua stuff. His hands turned the wrong way. We don't need to go and back over the Tua is, stuff. And here they are letting him play still. He sat out for like three weeks, however long it is. He was out for I like mean, a number of games. All right. Well, anyway, I think last week was the first game they lost. Or Tua played the whole game. All right. Anyway, All right. but um, All right. no. To answer your question, 
divisional game, so you got to think, all right, there's going to be some excitement here, blah, blah, blah. But the Bills already lost the Dolphins once. I think they're pissed off. Their defense is getting a little healthier. Their offense, I think, needs a get-right game, and this could be a really good opportunity for it. You know, step up on Saturday night, all this stuff. Stefan Diggs had kind of a weird couple weeks in terms of production, and I know other guys on their team have stepped up, like the Gabe Davises, the Isaiah McKenzies. You know, then they've looked good. We got a Dawson Knox, Dawson Knox touchdown. Wow, that's a tongue twister. Which you know, it's like fucking citing Bigfoot when that guy gets out there. That's a, and I know that from fantasy football. But um, or when he gets a touchdown, I mean, he's always out there. He just never catches the fucking ball. Again, no from fantasy football. <laughs> but um, yeah. So like, they need a you know so, like something where everything clicks again, where that offense was a complete juggernaut to start the year and has had. You know, good games, bad games. I think this is a game that they can get it right in. And Josh Allen, you know, he's had a couple weeks where he's been hurt and figuring that out, but I think he's fully healthy. So, yeah, I, I, as much as if we were doing picks, as it would pain me to, to go on a laying a touchdown in a divisional game, I feel like this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, same. I think we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, Early morning Sunday games, early morning, 1 p.m. Sunday LA? games. You in L.A. Yes, this week? You checking out the, the, the Coliseum for, for yeah. the city of Boston? Flying yes. it in? Yep. Yeah? Yep. We're going to exactly. replace Harvard Stadium, the reason why the forward pass is even a thing for this. It's a, land, it's a national landmark. Can't get rid of it. Um, yeah, it's literally the reason why the forward pass exists. For the people that don't know, right. it's built it's out of concrete landmark. and it makes football safer. They created the forward pass because they couldn't make the field any wider. Did you know oh, that, Greg? Um, I did know it mainly because I um, probably from have me. some relatives have some relatives who went to Harvard and and have attended the Harvard Yale game and been oh. to Harvard City many plenty. Oh, you smart! Uh, you, you wicked smart! And why are you just uh, sorry? I got real distracted there. <laughs> You'll see why in a second, but. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the one o'clock slate Eagles bears. We have the jets lions, which actually is probably the that, game of the slate. That to me is, has to be the game of the slate for yeah. sure. I mean, that's just the lions are hot right now. The jets are, are not, uh, true grit. Do you, I mean, that's, I don't know, man. The Jets seem to be the favorite by a lot, but I'm 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 thinking I'm taking Detroit. It's a pick'em. It's because uh, Mike yeah, White's but... been all you know all over the board. Their offense, they can't really figure out who they want it running back. You know, with uh... look at if you look at the fan vote or where the money's coming in, eighty three percent of people are putting their money on the Jets. Interesting. I guess home game. Look at the right. Look at the right hand side. Yeah, I don't know. You know, people, well, also New Yorkers, New Yorkers probably, you know, are like, all right, the Jets are really good. And Detroit Lions fans are like, I don't really know what to do. The, the Lions, they haven't been this good in a really long time. I don't know if, if I'm dreaming or not. Maybe that's what they're thinking. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I love that we just did that. Uh, afternoon games, Jordy. Uh yeah, none of the rest of the 1 o'clock games are good. For the, the people wondering, if you're a Falcons-Saints watcher, why we're not talking about that game, um, it's not going to be great, although there is a possibility if the Falcons continue, if the Falcons win, they would have the same record, and the, the Bengals beat the Bucks, they would have the same record, making things very interesting in the, in the NFC South. So that's really about it. And then, yeah, Chiefs-Texans, not great. But to continue on, as you wanted to, uh, afternoon game or, or late afternoon games. We talked about Patriots Raiders. That should be pretty fun. The one that like sticks out of oh, this should be the the game of the slate. Titans Chargers, not really doing it for me. It's the only game featuring two teams above five hundred. They're not really two teams that I'm like getting excited. I, I'm more excited in watching the the Bengals take on Tom Brady. Greg, as I said, Tampa Cincy. Um, just because I love Joe Burrow. Uh, you you mean you to say you're not going to look forward to uh, Russell Wilson concussion water versus uh, Colt versus, McCoy? Yeah, versus Colt McCoy. Also, serious concussion water. 
the real ones know what I'm talking about there. Uh, <laughs> Colt McCust, Colt McConcust. Um, Yikes! You had you had you had to you had to double down there. Huh? You had it until you doubled down. Yeah, you know, stuttering. It's a it's a problem. But yeah, um, no, 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 no. It was you had it was funny the first time, and then you you had to beat it with the with the Mc McCust. Mick McCust. Yeah. And it just it didn't work. You, you Jokes just, are so much funnier when you explain them. Just keep it. Just keep it at the first one. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll, I'll tell you what, Jordy. I'm not watching the Sunday night game. What a shit game that's going to be, too. I want although, another tie. Although Carson Wentz activated that, that'll be fun. Is he really? Well, they said they were off. staying with Taylor Heineke, even when no, he got they healthy. Are, but they are, but I think he's off the IR. I think he's officially back. Man. What a what a wild ride for that guy, and he's he started the season so well. I don't think you watched when the Eagles sacked him nine times. Nine was times. Like, was it like the first four games? He had like absurd. He was he was going off. He was crazy. Nine crazy. times. Um. Well, that's just the Commanders not being very good. And then Monday night, Jordy. What do we got? Green Bay Chargers. Uh, or we need oh, flex man. scheduling for Monday Night Football. This game is this game. I think should be, and it's a seven-point game, despite the fact that the Packers are five and eight, and the Rams are four and nine. I tend to agree that way, though. The Rams have nothing offensively. Their defense is either injured or bad, and the Packers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everything's going to be about Baker Mayfield. Are you kidding me? I guess so. But what, um, else, what also, else is he going to do? He beat like he... people want to be excited. They beat the Raiders. Josh McDaniels. All he does is blow double-digit leads. So Baker Mayfield was happy to oblige to continue that terrible record. How dare you take a shot? How dare you take a shot at my boy Josh McDaniel? This is a good thing for you. They could be up 14-0. You're like, oh, no, 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 we're good. We're good. Everybody calm down. Vegas versus New England was supposed to be the Sunday night game, and they got flexed out for the Giants and, and Commanders. Let's just start there. Yeah, because America going back, wants another tie. I want another and tie. Going, and then we're going back to Monday night. Aaron Rodgers, he goes, oh, I guess I should have, uh, should not blame my receivers week one. Yeah, you think telling a bunch of 23-year-old guys that it's their fault that the team sucks? Oh, yeah. Do you think Christian Watson did drugs with him, and that's why he's getting all these touchdowns? <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. Uh, don't How know. do you take ayahuasca? I, do you smoke it? Actually, Randall Cobb was like, dude, you got to do something different. <laughs> like, do you, I, I don't even know how, how – do you smoke ayahuasca Is it or is it a tab, like, you know, like acid, like Molly? Is it – I don't know. You're, you're talking to the wrong guy. The, the future father, you haven't figured out the drug game so you can explain it to your child? Don't do this. You don't want to say, don't do weed. You got to say, yeah, don't smoke that shit. Do you think you know, doing drugs animals. is cool? Do you think doing drugs is cool? Yeah. Do you think doing weed is cool? <laughs> I, um, I might have had a clove cigarette at the Alanis Morissette concert. <laughs> I need your urine. No, uh, honestly, I, I don't... Yeah, we don't need to get into who, how, what, and smokes, but I don't know the answers to what you're saying. Um, I do know that no team with the best, let's finish the best record in the NFL has won uh, the Super Bowl in a while. So the Eagles are fucked. They better start losing games quickly. The Eagles were the last ones to do it. I don't know about all that. I know, I know you, you thought you made up for it, but we're going to need someone to do some real research and comment on it. I literally that. went through every season. They're the last ones wow. to do it. And then the other one, and then the other one was probably the Patriots. It's one of our teams. We'll find out. But yeah, it's this week is going to have its moments where it seems like there's four games going on because all the other games suck. This is a bad week to have red zone. I think it's the the good way to put it. I mean, let's call it what it is. The NFL Late is no season hockey. football. The NFL is no hockey. This yeah. is the time when it, this this is the time when everything should be good in terms of like. Playoff pushes, matchups, da da da. You know they probably figured coming into the year that Minneapolis versus Indian Indianapolis versus Minnesota would be good, right? Baltimore, Cleveland, maybe. Okay, they got what they want. Buffalo, Miami, Saturday. That's a good one. 
right? But then you look at the Sunday slate. Well, no, didn't they pick the Saturday games like a, a couple weeks ago? That's smart. But then you're looking at, no, I think you have to know beforehand Saturdays. I don't uh, think so. I think that's the thing with the Saturday games. Because this year they have the back-to-back Saturday games in week 18 that matter, but they haven't announced what those are yet. Yeah, I think the last week is the only one that changes. I don't know. I feel like if you, you have a short week, you have to tell people. But I I hear you. Um, what I will say, Jordy, is I've, let's 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 talk quickly about how good the Bruins are. They're very good. And then let's go back to how good the AL American League East was and then let's go back to how good the uh afc east is and then let's go back to how good the atlantic is uh we can skip over basketball because no one cares about it actually the atlantic division the nba is is very good too okay so so then let's talk about how the bruins get fucked at the bruins the boston team's Iron sharpens iron, I guess. Uh, they're just the best divisions always. Is it because Boston's so good and everyone has to match them? Is that I'm what sorry. it is? Is that what's going on here? I'm sorry. How many teams are you? No, you had the same number of teams make the playoffs in, in the Major League Baseball playoffs this year. You had three. And how many went to the World Series from the AL East? And three teams from the NL East made it. And one of those teams went in. So, I don't know. And it was the third place team who, like, Got killed by the by the winner, who played their trumpet song in the eighth inning when they were down four one, and then the other it's team not, thought they were really good and not, they got their they got their teeth kicked in by that that third team. Not, what team is that? It's not worth winning if you don't win big. I'll say that. Who you, Coach Riley, Mighty Ducks won. It's not, it's not worth winning if you don't win big. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, some something else I'll say, Jordy. Uh, you gotta win it to talk. So, okay, I mean, this whole that's fine. You, you know what you you know what you are right now. You keep bringing it up. This is like the third time you probably brought it up on this podcast. You are the Indianapolis Colts putting AFC <laughs> AFC Championship game participant banners up in the stadium right now. That's that's, that's they won what, the National you, League. They won the pennant. Right. You put so, the pennant up. All right, so you do that, but you be like a World Series. You're gonna put up a banner that says World Series. You were saying they were the the best division, and you didn't have a World Series participant. I'm sorry. I guarantee. I guarantee they're gonna put a World uh, a World Series participant banner up, just like the Indianapolis Colts. No, I guarantee. The Phillies only put up color coded. They put up color coded years, and they only put up one. They only put up one. Although, granted, this year I don't know what they would have put up for wild card. Would they've gone the way of the Eagles and the Flyers and Sixers, who don't put up anything when they make the playoffs and have not won a division or don't win their conference? So it's you know we're not the fucking you know whatever teams. Some teams put up three when they win division, conference, title, all that stuff. We're not one of those teams. We're not the we're not the Colts. We're not the Predators who put up Western Conference best regular season record. That's a real banner that exists in Nashville, Tennessee. I, I, again. The, the the amount of times you brought up that the Phillies participated in the World Series, it just you just give me some, some Indianapolis Colts with, with 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 Peyton Manning vibes. Uh, you know, this is this is what Peyton Manning. No, wasn't did that post Peyton Manning? Beat, wasn't that with with Andrew they, Luck? When they, that banner when they could, when they couldn't beat the Patriots, this is what they did. They you know, then that's what you're doing now. Um, they beat them once. And before we get off the before we get off the rails, and do you have up. any? Uh, do you have any uh, else? Anything else? On your hockey talk, though, because we should gather Mark and pull him up. Uh, it is awesome how good the Bruins have been because talking to you guys a ton, you guys weren't very confident that the team would be very good. I've watched a bunch of their games because they've been on national TV a bunch. Unreal at home. I got to wonder because the Celtics have been really good at home, too. Are you guys, are you feeding people bad meals? You know, you are you work for the city of Boston in, in entertainment. Are you sending in the, the bad food to these teams before they play in Boston? You know, I really respect you for asking questions like that. I really do. Um, and I appreciate the the position that you're in. The thing I will say, Jordy, is that... Position I'm in. <laughs> recently, uh, the TD Garden 
underwent a major, major renovation, and the whole area around the TD Garden went, underwent a major renovation. Uh, and this really is the first year that it maybe last year, but this really is the first year that's fully 100% done, um, including new locker rooms and you know really a first, making it really a first class facility. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the players are finally feeling like, hey, this is it's one really of the home. best facilities. Yeah, this is one of the best facilities we have uh, in, in all of the NHL. Um, so, you know, let, let's go ahead and steer into the skid. I will say that I don't love that Toronto, granted they've played two more games, but I don't love that Toronto is only three points back uh, with six overtime losses. You know, but it's the uh, Leafs. It's the Leafs. I hear you, but... It's the Leafs. I w- you know what I do like, honestly, uh, if we're talking on the Bruins, if we're going to get into hockey here real quick, is the amount of goals against they've given up. It, it's That's what I was going to say. Goals. The defense that you guys have yeah. long complained about looks really good. It looks amazing. It's only 61 goals against, yeah. and that's with the with the goalie by committee, and that's with Swayman, who was supposed to be this great goalie, uh, getting hurt and now being the, the second option, right? Han- uh, Linus... Uh, Linus Olmark is, is the number one at this point. Um, but Hampus Lindholm with McAvoy and Carlo staying healthy and Grizzly coming back and, you know, Forbert and Clifton coming out of nowhere, uh, yeah. you know, the, that decor looks great. Now, again, 61 goals against with Montgomery as the coach, new coach this year. And he's famous for what? For putting up, for having teams that put up ridiculous amounts of offense, i.e., the Dallas Stars uh, in in Jamie Ben and and Sagan's heyday. Um, so that's what they're known for. But here the Bruins are shutting it down defensively as well as scoring. Yeah, you know they did, they have scored the most amount of goals uh, in the NHL outside of uh, well the Dallas Stars, ironically, but the two of them, but um, the top two goal scoring teams in the league. But actually. Um, they're both tied for second behind the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres have scored 115 and have also allowed 103. Plus 12 goal uh, differential and are third to last in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I don't know if I count teams that uh, that stink, but yeah, we, we can include <laughs> them in there. Um, can we talk about the worst? Well, I got the worst, but... Well, let's let's wrap up because I, I, I will you, save I know this. You're late. I know you're late, but Johnny Gaudreau? Yeah, kind of a weird year. How, how dumb does he look? Yeah. Kind of a weird year. A lot of money. All right. Anyway, you got to go, Jordy. Yeah. Great pod. Uh, Great episode. Go Pats. Go Birds. Everybody, and, thank uh, you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, The Bullpen Cart, wherever you get your pods. For my man, Greg Piatelli, I am the G-Man, Jordy Cannell. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy the football. And go Birds. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> Not one, but two. You doubled down. You got both in there. You're not going to say it? That's how we close with you. Go Pats. There it is.